Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Wrath and Glory Under the Steel Sky. I am William, and I am your uh, game master for this Wrath and Glory campaign. Uh, joining me today, we have Jeremy. Uh, All right, Jeremy's, Jeremy's doing his thing, right? Yeah. Right, Jeremy's doing thing. <laughs> we will Mara. have Jeremy, but Jeremy's busy right now. Hey, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina, uh, work pilot. And Jack? Hey, everybody, I'm Jack, and I'm playing Aristarchus Dactyl, a member of the Adeptus Mechanicus, uh, and very interested to see where this all ends up. And Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Blair Park, Ganger Scum. And Sen? I'm Sen, and I'm playing uh, Saris, um Artina, uh, Sarah. All right, I'm back. I completely forgot my character's name. Sarah Artinos. Sarah Artinos, Inquisitorial Acolyte, and also I need to go check on my child because he's making a mess. Uh, and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I'm playing uh, Remy Mera. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> uh and as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Uh, Powered by Sirenscape. Yes. This Julia stream, unfortunately can't be here tonight. Yeah, mm. Julia will, will. The stream will be powered by Sirenscape, presumably at some point, uh, probably after Sen gets back, because I don't feel like controlling that right now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, Julia will not be joining us this week. Hopefully, she will be back next week. Uh, much love. Stream is powered by Sirenscape as usual. Um, kind of open everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we forget to say this sometimes because you know sometimes it isn't. <laughs> it's not right now, but it will be. Uh, we probably also need a new um, Sirenscape link for our for our team because the one we have pinned is, as I recall, the old one. Oh. Now, that explains why it's quiet as well. Uh, it's... There. Yep. We learn, we learn that Sirenscape refreshes its links every now and then. Yeah. Is that what we learn? I learned nothing. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I've seen you play D&D. I was going to say, says the most academically advanced <laughs> of all of us, I think, right about now. But, academically advanced, academically accomplished, whatever I'm trying to say. Thank you. Uh, when last we left off, 
our agents had uh, met with Lord Malton Tandris at the Tandris estate in order to learn some information. Uh, Lord Tandris uh, provided both the agents and his son Jordan with the story of what had occurred to Jenea Tandris in the time since her youth prior to her disappearance from the house. Uh, recounting the tragedies that befell her in her youth to how she had cut herself off from everyone else to how he had succumbed to pressure from others that had led to her being uh, cast out and disowned from the family. Um, with the group uh, discussing various details about the story and asking questions, uh, eventually it was requested to see the room that uh, she had been raised in as it had been largely preserved uh, in the years since her disappearance um, for potentially any clues that might be present. Uh, as the group finished dinner with Lord Tandris uh, and Jordan, uh, they... Lord, Lord Malton Tandris led the way to uh, Janae's old room. And we rejoin the group as he opens a ancient uh, wooden door, which is a rarity on a world like this. Things that are actually made of wood are few and far between. Um, but the, uh, the wood creaks slightly under ages of inertia uh, as it slowly swings open. Uh... And he reaches in and activates a lumen switch, and lights come on. And you can see, well-preserved, mostly just dusted repeatedly over years, is a room that looks like it belongs to a teenage woman, maybe a young adult. Um, there are... Uh, various... Um, accoutrement for applying makeup there are a couple of thrash a couple of thrash band posters um her closet that has all of her clothes in it uh the room in general is done up in uh crimson which is one of the colors of house tandris the 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 primary colors of the house being crimson um and black um, most of the decor around here is is in red um, with accents of gold and browns and occasional like some of the, the secondary color black is present in a lot of it um, it looks ornate in the way that one renders the practical beautiful. It's not that it's overwrought. It's not that there is a whole bunch of excess carvings or anything like that. It's that 
where, where there is where there is practicality, it has been rendered artistry. Um, things like the hand mirror that is very much a practical hand mirror has been inlaid with filigree to make it look nicer. It's not a big ornate honking thing. It's just very simple, very detailed. Um, her bed, which is very looks very Spartan, has been intricately worked on the posts rather than being made into a giant four poster. It's a very standard bed. It's very well made. Um, and that sort of marks the aesthetic of this room. The the uh, the reliability of the practical embellished with grace and artistry. I will just walk in. Um, Lord, you if we're going to potentially get information, I'm going to need to do a little bit of digging in this room. I'm, I'm hoping that that's all right. Of course. If anything leads to something that will help you find her, it will have been worth it. All right. So, and I'm going to start searching. What are you looking for? Um, Any, like... Anything that gives us information about if she had any friends from the wrong side of the track, anybody that she might have gone to after be after after being essentially kicked out. Um, we need to know where she went. I understand that was a long time ago. Yes, but that that that's the that's the that's the road that's going to take us where we need to be. So I am looking for journals. I am looking for uh, the things that you would hide in the places that you don't want your parents to know about. Uh, roll me investigation difficulty three. Well, so I'm checking between bed, you know, between mattress in false, checking for false bottoms of things, all that sort of stuff. Why and I'm going to respectfully toss the room as possible. And I'm going to roll a d6 to see what my personal objective this... Uh... Oh, yes. All everyone right. should roll me their oh. objectives. Uh, also, while while Remy's doing that, I would like to... I don't... This isn't mechanically how it works according to the game, but I feel like it's appropriate to try at least. Um, I would like to do a Synesience roll just to see if there's anything... Warp she active. Was a, she, or... She's a psyker. <laughs> yeah, like mechanically just senses active warp energies. Um, I'm more looking like trying to get like a feeling impression off of the room if there's anything like any sort of like remnants of psychic psyker activity that might be picked up by it. I don't mechanically this doesn't work like that, but I figure you know what? What the hell? Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll it. Also, my uh, objective is to postulate on the weakness of the mutant, the alien, or the renegade. Mine is to give praise to the Omnissiah for some small miracle. (laughs) Very comforting to the family, you know. Uh, I'm going to apply the cunning of the orc god work. Again, it's going to be great. (laughs) 
I'm so, gonna declare the villain, the whatever, violence and villainy of authority. And I will recount it, I'll try to recount a desperate act of survival I once made. So a few days ago, <laughs> <laughs> I fell in a hole. Right, right up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so it's Schlabam. Well, you manifest it. Ooh. Eight. Uh, plus, uh, plus a glory? Yep, you got a glory for that. And, and uh, if you want to make any 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 um, enhancements on uh, your Sinusians, I don't think Sinusians has has any potency spenders. Um, let me double check that. But if I could, if I could push some of those to be like, uh, I ship some of those to be, you know, I get something. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, let me look at Sinusians while that's. And I don't uh, know if I'm as well trained in it as uh remy is but uh yeah no aristarchus would like to investigate for any helpful clues or potential decade-old hints or leads that this room might uh afford as well yeah you can roll my investigation as well and uh yes uh because it has no potencies and it is very much a role-playing power uh you can indeed uh, shift those for your standard role play uh, shifts. Uh, so let me see. I I only I can only shift two. One of those is going to glory, so I can't shift that. Or can I shift that one, or do I just shift it to glory? Uh, you can you you get a glory automatically for the crit, and okay. you can indeed shift one to glory if you. Okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> uh, if, if I'm getting an auto glory, in that case, I just want to shift two of those to actually get information off of this. Okay. Uh, so so would, gain, gain information. So starting in going in vertical order. Uh, so would four be a f success or fail? The DN was three. Okay. Uh, so Remy, going in vertical order. Um, as you look around, um, the first thing you're looking for is a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, any kind of record of what she was thinking before she left. Yep. Um, and as you look around... Uh, He's going about it in a very... almost... falling back on old habits. Standard operating procedure. Like, detective sort of, mm -hmm. sort of method. And uh, one of the first things that you recall from your training is the most the the most likely place to find something that is important to someone is where they spend the most time yep so the place that has the most signs of wear is where you'll likely find something as important as a journal um and so you immediately check there's a desk in the room and the table and the table by her bed um and as you as you look around the uh what you locate is ever the practicality there's a there is a there is a what looks to have been a at one point a uh, a gun drawer in the side of her bedside table where one would have hidden a pistol or something in case mm -hmm. of attack uh, but instead of a pistol there is a small leather bound journal 
uh, that would have been in its place. Disco. Uh, with Saris, with your Sinisians, um, as you open your mind to the presence of warp energy or any leftover psychic phenomenon in this room, the fact that this room was once owned by a psyker leaves a lot of residue. Um, even though it's been years since she was in here, there is a lingering sense of strong emotions. Uh, you can almost hear ancient weeping of someone brokenhearted. Uh, you can almost... You can sense... You can feel the shattering of glass from something being thrown in anger. Uh, you can... feel the quiet determination of someone who has made up their mind. Uh, it's a lot of jumbled information at the moment. There's only so much to glean but with your two shifts, you get to ask me two questions that are related to this test. Um. Do I get the sense that. Uh, do I get a sense of what kind of psyker she is? Um. And. If there was any external probing or any external influence on her actions when she still lived here before she left um, this room is permeated with her psychic residue and it has, a, most psychers have a unique trace that you can sort of get familiar with as you, as you examine them more and more and you're not seeing any external influence present here um as far as her level of ability, um, A, you sense that she's very powerful, if untrained. Which is both a... Which is more dangerous, honestly. Like, the more powerful a Psyker is, the more important it is that they be trained. Um, because that level of power attracts attention. Um, you don't know if she'd be an alpha-level Psyker, but definitely at least uh, the letters go in, in like... Greek lettering order, at least uh, like gamma alpha, level. beta, gamma. Yeah, yeah. At, le mm -hmm. at least gamma level. For reference, uh, what delta, level would I be considered? You'd be considered. You'd be considered delta. Okay. So one grade down from her minimum. Hmm? Yeah. If she's or... at least, yeah, she's at least one grade above where you are now. Hmm? Gotcha. Trying real hard not to make an Omega level mutant joke. <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm just like going back to back when I was in Bible college and studying Koine Greek suddenly it's suddenly viable again <laughs> I mean like Omega level psychers are are a thing that is that exists they're considered to be like absurd one in a million like near the emperor level psychic powers uh, most people only go to alpha plus Um, but um, I was the Alpha and the Omega. 
something Anyways. something Jamie Braddock something. I was gonna say something something. <laughs> well, she's no something something. Well, she's no Bobby Drake. Right. <laughs> no, my favorite. My favorite of the. Um, but uh, as as for her particular talents, you get a sense of telekine. So, I what I assume similar to her brother. Uh, her brother's a pyrokine. Okay. So you get the sense that she she specialized more in telekinesis, whereas her brother is pyrokinetic. Sorry, I thought her brother was tele was telepathic because he was part of the um. Uh, the uh, the um. Western telepathica. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just a general term for military psychers. Gotcha. So she's in line with me then, being telepathic. Generally, um, although then, her powers may have changed over time, like yeah. especially at the level of psyker she is, she might have more than just that in her pocket. Yeah, and then um, if there was any outside influence on her, yeah, and you did not sense at least in here, you don't sense any. Right. Um, is um is the is her dad still here or did he step out? He's still here. He's okay. just sort of watching everything. So, yeah, so Aristarchus. I was going to observe for, and not say anything for a moment. Yeah. For, for Aristarchus. Um, that's a complication. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck up? It's a success, but it's a complication. So. Mm. Oh, yeah, we started at six glory, right? I'm assuming we go up to seven. Or sorry, uh, six, six, six rat, ruin. Six, or ruin. Six, yeah. six, six ruin. Yeah, we started. We started at five ruin. Ruin is always five. the number of players, right? So because we're because we're down, Julia, it's only five. Resets. Yeah, glory always goes back to zero, but we're at one now because of me. Yeah. Congrats. I brained real hard. <laughs> good job. Uh, love a good brain. Uh, so they're delicious. Um, the thing that you find is broken in some way. It seems like so, whatever it is that you find, and I'm curious if you have an idea, whatever it is that you find would be useful if only it weren't damaged. And this power sword, this force sword would be great if only it wasn't broken. <laughs> would it be conceivable in this room to find maybe it's an object or a piece of technology that might hint towards where she would have gone that has been broken because of an emotional reaction she had to or upon it. Okay. You look behind her desk um, and you find a small disc that looks to be electronic of some Okay, kind. like a data Cracked. disc of some sort? Mm -hmm. Of some kind. Mm -hmm. Cracked. It's it's thicker than, a, than like a data disc. And you, you pull it out and you realize it is a hololith communicator. Hmm. The kind of thing you see in Star Wars, you know, the like, right, uh, yeah. yeah, right, mm -hmm. yep. 
Hey, my lord, were you uh, aware that this was in her possession at any point while she was living here? It looks like a fairly standard hololith. It wouldn't be anything unusual. She would have had that kind of communicator if she wanted it. I'm gonna flip it over and see if I can ascertain the damage and if it's repairable in a recoverable sense, or... Uh, it looks like it's been slammed against a wall with more than human force. Like, she telekinetically threw this at the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I might be able to salvage something from it. Mm -hmm. With my... With my eight successes when I get while, while I'm sensing the room when I get any sort of emotional resonance off that uh frustration grief and anger again saying nothing right now because dad's in the room but just yeah cataloging and he'll he'll very gingerly try and take off the external casing and a couple of the tendrils from his mechadendrite begin to try and stimulate the uh, now sort of defunct uh, electronic materials as he attempts to commune with the machine spirit that may have dwelt within this thing at one point. You can roll me a tech test and I believe uh, you get to apply your uh Rank. Your, uh, I get your rank icons here. equal to my rank. You just get straight up icons. Okay. Yeah, I get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whatever you roll, yeah. plus two icons. Okay. The difficulty is going to be three, All four right. actually, because it's because it's fairly busted. <laughs> Another complication, but I get five. So <laughs> I am printing ruin today, baby. Uh, so the complication is that you have no control over what comes out next awesome <laughs> um, as uh, your mechadendrite interfaces with this communicator and some machine spirit link forms through your body and your eye glows and outputs a hololithic transmission from within this thing's stored memory that it can no longer transmit itself because the transmitter is thoroughly busted. Mm -hmm. The machine spirit is using you as a conduit. Oh boy. Um, as the as your eye glows and emits this holographic image in front of you uh, you see a familiar figure, the uh, the sort of black studded armor, the like spiked and aggressive looking armor of Tycho Mordoric, uh, in his full hidden face gas mask, uh, appears before you, uh, as he says aloud to to be audible to everyone in the room. The fate of your fiancé is a tragic one. And the system that forced the two of you into dangerous situations like this that draws the ire of people that it hurt will only continue to bring you loss 
and pale. You are cunning and wise. I have heard you listen to my speeches. I have seen you at my rallies. I know that you have the wisdom to see what must be done. Meet me at these coordinates, and I will show you how you can take destiny into your own hands and stop the constant pain. And then it cuts out. Do I have the coordinates? Yes. Okay. Well, that was a bit more direct than I anticipated. <clears throat> um, what what happened with her fiance again? Because I I skimmed that information, but I didn't. Uh, her fiance. She was she was betrothed to uh, the planetary governor's daughter. Um, and it was. Initially a political marriage, but it was formed because the two of them had been friends, and it did seem to be a genuine romantic connection. Um, but she was assassinated by rebel elements. People rebelling against the planetary government. Gotcha. So naturally, we joined the rebels. I don't know if Tico was... Tycho was part of that. But he was. Maybe, yeah. I don't think Tina would make that connection, but definitely was. Possibly. And regardless, it's unlikely that Jenea would know that or ever find that out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Until now. But presumably, uh, Remy, you're going to crack open that journal. Yes. Um, there are a variety of notes. This seems to have been a journal that she's had for a very long time. Um, many years. It looks like pages have been replaced several times. Um, more have been added. Um, you see notes that go back to her teenage years, uh, like early teens. Um, but some of the more recent ones, uh, are... Initial frustrations of with her father for setting up a arranged marriage with her so shortly after her brother was taken from her. Um, that sort of evolved into no, maybe there's actually something here. This is I forgot how much I liked um the 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 name of the of the woman that uh, is listed is Alexis. I forgot how much I liked Alexis and appreciated being around her. It's been so long since I had someone that I could connect with. Um, and uh, and it transitions into a uh, some of like genuinely sappy romantic stuff of her writing about. Uh, mm-hmm her betrothed um and then there's a jump in dates i mean i figure i'm mostly flipping through at the moment i fully plan on taking it with me because i mean like 30 seconds have passed right yeah 
It's uh, then there's, yeah. there's a there's a there's a there's a jump in dates, and then uh, it takes a much darker turn. The first the first page that comes up after this jump is she's dead, and nothing else. Just angry scribbles, and just she's dead, written over and over and over and over. Um, and then from there, uh, it goes into uh increasingly frantic and uh, nonsensical rants uh, about something that has frustrated her that day or um, whatever has uh, whatever nightmare she had last night or mm-hmm. um, what a, like it, it very rapidly becomes a downward spiral um and then there's went out to the underhive uh in disguise today and heard a random person preaching uh on a from a from a box talking about how the uh, the government of this planet only causes pain and it begins to be it begins to catalog events of where she had gone to meet this person who never revealed their face uh, and when she had heard them talking and they seemed so convinced and so uh, fiery and so passionate about how the world is broken and it needs to be burned down and fixed and brought anew uh, no matter the cost and you, there's her musings of well I've already lost everything what else is there to pay mm-hmm. uh, and then eventually there's a note of they're throwing me out but that's fine I know where I'm going and that's the last entry waiting to see if anyone else is looking for anything else since it seems like two people have found some things are we all here by the way or is anybody missing yeah yeah everyone everyone is here yep um look over towards lord tandis um yeah, both uh both lord Malton tandris and uh and uh jordan are here as well Pretenders, do you mind if I keep this for now? Might be useful. uh, If you think it'll be useful, then go ahead. Thank you. Oh, uh, had I received any additional information from the military about Tycho, by the way? Not yet. It hasn't been that long. Yeah, I I didn't think it had been. I was wondering because I don't know what I missed. Um, Turn towards them. Well, it seems that we've found some... It seems that we've found some interesting and potentially useful information... Uh, is there anything relevant that either of you can think of that might assist in investigations? 
Lord Malton sort of looks like in thought for a moment. I have a question. Is there a photo, like any sort of picture of of her from back then? Like a just sort of a portrait, you know, like here's me at my graduation or something like that that we can take, like uh, to ask around for people. Have you seen? Ha, did you see this person? However many years ago it was, they looked like this. Uh, yeah, there's there are actually there is a there is a portrait of her and someone else, uh, who you can only surmise to have been Alexis. Uh, oh. It is a, uh, it's a, it looks like it had been a portrait of the two of them, um, sort of full body, uh, side profile, their hands interlocked. Um, uh, she looks much better than she does now. The, <laughs> she has a, a, a fuller figure the none of the emaciation that marks her as you've seen her previously. Her hair is still very long. Uh, free-flowing black hair um, and her eyes are still this sort of brightly glowing purplish color um, uh, but she she is dressed in uh, this very um, practical but well-appointed outfit that is uh, instead of a dress it's more like um an elongated jacket, you would say. It's almost like if you took a dress and cut the front out so that there was freedom of movement for the legs and then wore, and then wore pants under it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's got this very long train behind it. Um, uh, very, like, well-pointed boots um, and uh, sort of buttoned up uh, front end, like double-breasted on the front with, uh, like, gold buttons. Uh, her hair is uh, tied into a series of braids, uh, and then the person across from her is dressed much more traditionally um, feminine, with the sort of long, frilly dress with big, like, white lace and uh, bright blue and gold accents, uh, long blonde hair that's pulled back into a ponytail, uh, bright blue eyes, um, and uh, the like icon of the of the planetary governor on her on her breast as the the two of them are just sort of in a romantic pose uh in this portrait can i take this point at thing after uh remy asks to take the the journal uh lord malton looks at tina and looks at the rest of the group Mayhap better if someone else carries it. Wouldn't want to damage it. Uh, well, uh, with your permission, your lordship and Tina, uh, I can uh, take a scan and we can simply have it in uh, reproducible form without oh. needing to actually carry the physical object Definitely with us. Okay. And uh, Tina, I'll have to get you a data slate so you can have your own. Uh, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. <clears throat> and uh, I like get everybody out of the way so I can take a photo. Tina, <laughs> Tina begins just collecting sapphic artwork. <laughs> Amazing. It's a great game called The Last of Us. I think you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
you had asked them if they had memory or anything. Um, um, yeah, so you, any, anything pertinent that they would like to share that, that they feel might be relevant to share that obviously this is this is my chance to get the NPCs to give us some things that the uh, that the players might not have thought to ask about. Um, yeah. As Lord Tandra sort of seems lost in thought for a second before every avenue that I felt would have been pertinent I explored to the fullest extent of my abilities but was unable to find anything um, however the during the last few months before she departed the place she would spend her time most often uh, outside from here was the suborbital docking station. She went there to watch ships come and go. Um, Fair enough. Is there anything in this is there anything in this room that says A she's just like a fan of spaceships or no. B that she wants to get Probably away? Not. She wants to fly I away A A A Or find her brother. That's mm-hmm. Yes, that I mean, that is where I, that's what I'm assuming, but I'm wondering if there's anything else that like There's there's not a lot of like pilots or like spacefarers paraphernalia. Like a lot of a lot of the things that she seems interested in are very terrestrial, like local local thrash bands. The like she, there's a there's a fencing sword um, and a dueling pistol like on the wall. Um, she seemed to she seemed to have been a hand at like recreational dueling at some point. Sword look any good? I mean, it's it's a fencing. It's a it's a intentionally nerfed weapon. Like it is, it, it okay. looks like it's it a, has. It's a, it's a fencing. It's foil, a fencing not a, sword. Not like a, right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a foil. Yeah. This not, is not, for it's... this is for sports. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. but this is Warhammer 40k. Sports includes hunting down the peasantry. Okay. <laughs> Fair. You get, you, you get the fence. She was. You get the sense she was never a spire hunter. She was actually a sport, like right. duelist. Gotcha. Like it was. It was a. It, it was meant to be entertainment. She. The web, both the sword and the the sword is a foil, and the gun you're fairly certain only fires blanks. Gotcha. Not a fighter, I think. An athlete more than a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that we are done here. Only that you. Thank you for your. Candor and hospitality, of course. Hmm? Yes. The food was very good. We'll do what we can. Thank you. Appreciate it. And hope and wish you the Emperor's good fortune on your investigation. If you have any we'll need in... of us, do not hesitate to reach out. We'll be in touch when we have answers for you. He nods. Are we escorted out, or do we just walk out on our own? He, he will. He will. He will walk you to the front door himself. Okay. Walk down and, the street, uh, away from the house. As uh, as you as you leave, 
uh, Jordan also walks out with you and sort of turns and bows to his father. Uh, and as the door shuts, he looks across the group of you. I had best return to my post and see if there is any information to be gleaned. I will transmit anything useful to you, should the requested information on Tycho be required. Yeah, my thanks. Really quick, Jordan, before you go, could I have a word in private? He nods and just sort of indicates with his staff yep. to a small alcove. Step over. So... I'm not I'm not making any assumptions one way or the other. But I'm just curious if there's anything that you'd be willing that you may know and may be that may be helpful that you wouldn't necessarily be interested in divulging in front of your father or other people. That may sure. help. I I'm very good at keeping confidences, but anything that helps. He sort of closes his eyes for a second and thinks, "We've been apart since childhood, mm-hmm. mm, but there has not been a day that's gone by that I have not felt my connection to my twin." sense that she is afraid and in pain. I think that's fair to say. I do not know how she will react to the news that I am still alive. I would hope that she senses that, but in the condition that she has been in, I cannot help but think that perhaps my existence is being intentionally clouded from her. Almost certainly. I don't know how she'll react. No, neither do I. That's why we're probably not saying it partic- anytime particularly soon. Um, as soon as we meet her. Hey, your brother's still alive. <laughs> no, God. Oh, no. No, 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 no. There's, there's, the... there's way better ways to do it than that. Hey, Mum, can we do a broadband transmission to the entire fucking planet that says, Welcome home, Jordan Tandris, first son of House Tandris, who's recently returned from active duty. Uh, me just finds the first fucking ship off this planet. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else. Remy's nose They're just all starts a bleeding a cause. little bit because Aristarchus <laughs> has looked in his general direction. Um, uh, but he sort of... I don't know how she'll react. No. And... You're gonna be... Cl- you are probably closer to than anybody I can have a civil conversation with. Even having not been in touch with her for this long I need to ask a very difficult question what do you think are the rough odds that she can actually be pulled out of this brutally honest with yourself even if I'm being completely honest I think that She was stronger than I was. 
even in our youth. I think Father made the decision that his heart called for, but I think had he looked at it logically, even if he had decided that he needed to keep one of us home, she would have fared better than I did in the schools on Terra for the Psychers. Stronger up here or stronger here? Because those are two very different things. Both. Okay. Her, her will was always indomitable. It must have taken so very much to break her. And she had so very much before she even got down. That happened. She even got down there. But. Which means that it will take a lot to steer her from this course. Mm -hmm. If she has set her mind to it. But I think she has the strength to do so. All right. We'll try. Thank you. For your candor. And I will head back to the group. Miss Blair, where did you uh, learn how to handle uh, play settings like that? Mm -hmm. He's taken aback. Um, I, I just picked it up. It's not hard. Oh gosh, because that that that's very impressive. Because there were just far too many forks. Which one? <laughs> I took the biggest one, and just went with that one. Um, but the small, the smallest fork with the two tines. That was really interesting. I feel like you could really like sort of. Um, That'd be a great weapon. That's frowned upon up here. I'm just staring off in the middle of this in the middle distance right. while this conversation. Aristarchus is just looking at Blair directly, <laughs> waiting for the the rest of the answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she doesn't say anything more. Um, once we get this, I picked could... it up from where? <laughs> Cause like that could get in a lot of crevices this is about that when are I'm really back. protected from like armor. Aristarchus, just... you and I need to have a talk some point soon, okay? Oh, this is what's called a deflection. Yes, I understand. <laughs> no, that's what's called a threat. No, no, it's you're not... what's called a threat. Mm. Oh. It's not a threat. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying we, we should talk when we get a chance. All right. Also, threats and deflections are not necessarily different things. This is true, regardless. Shall it's we... true. Tina's a threat, and then if you hit her in the armor and it bounces off, it's also a deflection. Mm. Yep. And that was a joke. Mm. Unfortunately, it was. <laughs> Fuck me. All right. Let's... Tina, who has been wearing okay. mega armor for this entire dinner. Right. right yeah. <laughs> Great. I thought her, it was her, an excellent her newly acquired or mega armor. Uh-huh. So we go somewhere to talk. Yes. Sure. We go somewhere to talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm following you now. <laughs> have suggestions of locations? I've got some new coordinates in my brain. Hmm. Not there. Nope. That, wait. I, I, don't, no. I don't know if that's where we should go talk. Uh, no. But I know a place where like, we could get some quiet like privacy in the area. Oh, and you've been on this planet for like three days. Yes, but it's also... <laughs> <laughs> I've been up here for I've been up in this section of the city for longer than uh Tina and Blair and like, yeah honestly for, for more specifically a place up here where we can get some requited talk that all of us are allowed to be at right where where Tina won't draw the attention of the imperial guard or something honestly um Getting the orc anywhere up here is difficult. Uh, the fact that the fact that you managed to get here was largely due to the fact that you were given a specific, like, expected presence. An invitation. Um, <laughs> is there any place that my um, that my rogue trader banner would get us into with the orc easier? Honestly, the suborbital space docks are a good place, not by virtue of being secluded, but by virtue of being overcrowded. Or it's, it's 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 very easy Hide to be behind. to be unheard when there is more noise. Is that nearby, or would we have to go further out of our way to get there? I House Tandris is uh, slightly up Hive from the suborbital landing pad. You'd be heading down Hive a few levels, okay. and then a bit east. Yeah, that's great. Then yeah, head that way. <laughs> find some find. Okay. Find an offloading dock with some crates we can stand behind. Oh, that's easy enough. Plug into a local cogitator and figure out which parts are closed for repairs. Yeah, <laughs> easy enough to find. There you go. Oh dear, don't mind the tape. That's only there to make sure that the non-mechanicists stay out. You've got dispensation from yours truly. Hmm? Is that what that's for? There is there is caution tape that says hazard, hazard ahead, unstable flooring, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's yellow. It's a fun color. <laughs> <laughs> Colors That's... mean different things to different people, Tina. Hmm? They do. That means. Hang on. Orcs, let me. Orcs like I... yellow. Yellow. Yellow's the big boom color. Yeah. Yellow means explosion. And money. So I'm I'm for being here All because right. it's pretty <laughs> I will find the most secure flooring in this area for us to congregate on. Yeah. So Well, I can tell you what before you share your individual findings that we already do know a bit of what Aristarchus stumbled upon. Thanks to the mm -hmm. recording. Um, mm -hmm. She was a significantly powerful psyker. Strong, mm -hmm. Stronger That's than I am saying. now. Then, time likely has only increased, to, uh, has only sharpened her edge. Especially uh, since she is a psycho, uh, is using her as a tool. You want your tools to get better. Precisely. Skilled in telekinesis, likely by this point developed other skills. If she follows her twin's inclinations, she may also possess parakinetic abilities. Uh, there did not seem to be any 
lingering impression of manipulation within the room. So... Meaning what? Meaning that when she left, when she went, while she was at the house, and while she was living there, and then when she left to follow Tycho, that was of her own will. No manipulation, no chaos, no warping. Uh, well, there was manipulation, just not the manipulation we're talking about. Yes, not psychic manipulation. Yes. Uh, so, what the state of her mind now, I cannot say, but at least at the time, there was no corruption causing her actions. Which is a better result than if there had been. Now, based on what I was able to glean, I would recommend that these coordinates I have would be the site of her first meeting with Tycho. Hmm? We need a might, be, might be worth looking into, but that's also a long time gone. So hmm? We need to find out what that place is before we go there. Yes. But yeah, we need, we right. need to look I'll see what in. I can find. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's a pretty clear story. Yes, the girl who's very powerful but vulnerable has a bunch of really bad shit happens to her. Very understandably, starts to lose grasp of reality because of it, and finds someone who radicalizes her, using frankly very understandable. Probably didn't have to radicalize very hard. Um, you said that her reaction, her, she th- she slammed that thing against the wall out of rage and grief. You said, yes. Um, did I get a sense that it was just generalized rage and grief, or was rage and grief specifically directed at that message? It, you wouldn't, based on the message, you wouldn't think that it was anything specific to the message, except perhaps the reference to who she'd lost. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just want to check. Um. I wouldn't. I shouldn't be surprised if we were to discover, and this is something we should look into as well, that Tycho is behind the assassination. Oh, I would not be remotely surprised by that. I. There is. Tycho. He didn't find Tycho until after. That doesn't mean that he didn't have his hand in this. It depends on how good of a long-term planner he is. She didn't it find seems him until like after, pretty... but he approached her. The it, message. It looks like he'd been watching her for a while. The message said. The message her. said that he saw her. She did not contact him. She went to. She went to his speeches, but he contacted her. To be fair. I have not said what was that that she went to his speeches yet. Oh, oh, sorry. oh no, he but he 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 did recite that during his okay holog- in the holog- in the holog- Yeah, I've seen you at my yeah, yeah. speeches. Yeah. speeches. Yes, but correct. I'm not. I'm what I'm saying is. Shit, now I don't remember what I was saying. Um, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. This is the, this is my brain, not not you. Um, 
I was saying he, she went to him after all of this stuff happened. But that doesn't, uh, I agree, it doesn't mean, necessarily mean that he didn't plan it and that he didn't go to places that he that 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 he thought she she might go to after puppet mastering it all right. depends on how much of a long-term planner he is which we'll get more information it's of good. a better idea of once we get more information from the military yeah did they ever sorry go ahead did they ever like Try and figure out who who had done the assassinating. We'll have to look into that, sir. You'll you'll probably need to look into that because that's the kind of thing that they're not going to tell anyone else. Yes, like if if the Steel Watch were to look into that kind of stuff, for mm. example, there's no way they get any answers. Um. You're in your mind, Remy, the only person on this planet, aside from maybe the governor himself, who might have actually been able to find any of that information, would be the arbitrator. Right. The one Adeptus Arbides that is on this planet. Yeah. From what we've learned about Tycho so far, he doesn't necessarily seem to be very long, the type that, that is inclined to long-term planning unless all of his random scattery filtering his way through the various ganger groups was part of some inscrutable plan because basically he went to every ganger group joined them for a little while and got kicked out because he was too fucked up for even them so you think he's more of a reactive strategist? I think he stumbled upon something that he was he he was based on his background. I think he recognized this girl for for what she had the potential to. He stumbled into something, realized that he hit the fucking jackpot. And then did everything he could to get this person under to get this person under his thumb. There there are two different ways that it could have gone, both of which are equally viable, both of which leave him being just as much a threat as the other, honestly. Yo, there, he's a threat regardless. Yes, but... it could have, indeed, could have stumbled upon an opportunity and seized an opportunity. He could be a supreme opportunist. Alternatively, if the idea is to cause discontent, in order to recruit or achieve another objective. Starting with subtle disruptions in heretical speeches and uh, anarchic phrasing, mm-hmm. through going through all the gangs, exposing all of them to the thought, finding who's the most who's the most uh, recipient and who isn't, then providing stimulus by acquiring a psyker and using them to level yep. a portion of your home and then repeating those rounds to see who would have 
been receptive but not act upon it before will now act upon it with their home in shambles. Yep. No, you are not wrong, I think. My only problem with that theory is the risk-reward ratio there is not nearly as high. No. Like, you risk fucking eventually... You risk eventually... Like, he's saying stuff that is not smart, even in ganger communities. Yes. And you risk eventually somebody fucking killing him to avoid or to to avoid things being traced back to him. Absolutely. Though, I imagine that one of his particular profession, the risk, the reward likely outweighs the risk. It's The risk is very high, but the reward is the corruption of an Imperial planet. Uh, one other thing to consider with the whole Tycho's plans and destabilization and whatnot. Uh, you've got him co-opting a scion of a very well regarded upper hive house Mm -hmm. and I'm no tactical expert but I feel in the proper situation that's a very good card to have in your back pocket if you can utilize that, not only... Obviously, most of his efforts have been at destabilizing the lower spire, but then you reveal that your most powerful ally comes from Aus Tandris in an undeniable fashion, and suddenly you've split the upper spire, too. Absolutely. So that might be something to think about. <laughs> Also, these coordinates are to an old temple down in the uh, lower mid-hive. What kind of temple? You would know that it's it's definitely not a temple to the Omnissiah, which leaves only one temple. There's a temple to the God Emperor. Right. Uh, Likely God Emperor's temple, because it's certainly not one of the Mechanicus Orders. Hmm. When you say old, I assume you mean no longer in operation. Yeah, it's it, it is it is it is in oh, records, derelict. Yeah, it, it is it is in records. It is marked as uh, as abandoned. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, we'll want to at the very least scout that place out before we go anywhere near it. Absolutely. Because that well, sounds like a place to die. I mean, yes, yeah, so it it, it might it might be. It might be in the name of a. Actually, it is in the name of a saint, um, but mm-hmm. ultimately, it is of the of the Ministorum faith. Right. Mm-hmm. An abandoned Ministorum temple uh, is the most appropriate, I, I would think, uh, both base of operations and trap for one of Tycho's ilk. Mm. We. All right. Well, wait till next, boss. Well, Remy, who would you suggest in the city might be able to acquire the information? I might be able to inquire to as for the information regarding the assassination. I I repeat the thing that 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 Shani had said. 
That uh, is a term that passed yeah, in so, this year and out one? this one, even as yeah. I tried to grab on in between. Just doing, uh, just doing so, the blinking. The... <laughs> <laughs> so either, if not literally the planetary governor and their yeah, house. Which, no. Then uh, most likely the arbitrator. Yes, the, the arbitrator. The, 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 not of the planet, technically, of the hive city, but other hive cities are so far on the other side of the planet. It's functionally yeah. the arbitrator of the planet. Yeah. Uh, like, te- there is, as far as anyone who took civic history in this planet knows, there is a single Adeptus Arbides arbitrator on each hive city in the planet. Right. The other ones are so far off, this is basically the one. The arbiter? I'm gonna leave that to you. Where do I know where I would find the arbiter? Um, the uh, yeah, the arbitrator for the planet is probably operating out of Steel Watch HQ, uh, which is like at the very bottom of the upper hive. It's basically it it and a lot of its fortification serves as a barrier between the upper and mid hive. Oh, we have to pass through the. We have to pass to the steel the uh, steel watch headquarters on the way back down. So I'll stop in and offer a query on our way. Do we have to? It's the barrier between the upper and lower hives, so you can you can theoretically avoid it. You like you don't have to pass through there. The way I normally would go if I have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you like it's it's sort of like it's positioned in the most obvious thoroughfares that right. head between the upper and mid hive, but you can always go around it. Like the city's massive. What I mean is, I would once we get to a certain point, I can go that way while the rest of you take whatever back alley elevators you'd like to get back down. That sounds amazing to me. Oh, are we going to break into some derelict tunnel lifts? I mean, we're going to use some ones that we've that that that, that we generally know exist that I use. I don't. You're making it sound much more exciting than it is. <laughs> I feel like frequently, Remy, you make things sound a lot less exciting than they could be. Because usually our things are a lot less exciting than they seem. And thus, between the two of you, we have a happy medium. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so let us... While I speak with the Arbiter, continue on a few levels, I'll catch up with you. And then we'll go establish some plan for scouting out the locations that we've got. Uh, what did you find in, in the journal? Do you need more time to go through it, Remy? I mean, it's basically kind of what I said. He, he ran it. I, I'm going to look through more because there's only so much time. But if you like, I could digitize it and then we could both be looking through it at the same really time. I think we're probably fine. <clears throat> um, All right. I don't want to step on your, your toes, sir. I'm more concerned about, and I'm not saying that, that I'm not saying that you Are you worried? Are you worried that Tiger's going to capture me and pull out my brain bits and then he's going to know everything that we know? I mean, I'm worried about that anyways. I wasn't until you brought it up, actually. It's important to have contingencies. 
Mad Martinos. Well, no, because I had assumed that you, I assumed that like most Mechanicus, you had a data detonator in your brain already. I have not gotten one of them installed yet. Mm-hmm. Ah. Great, awesome. Um, no, I am more... I'll put that on the shopping list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are going to stay very close to me. <laughs> I'm more right. shocked you to have a nobody's been worried about this before now. Uh, assumptions are being made. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed no. that if they tried to take you hostage, you would just blow your brains out. <laughs> Apparently, that's too much of an assumption to make. He does. I am more concerned funny for about. <laughs> I am more concerned about, and again, not saying that you would do something or fail to do something that would cause this to happen, but. We digitized this journal. First of all, we did not ask. We did not ask the good Lord for permission to do that. Oh, we need to ask the God Emperor. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Shut up, Saris. <laughs> Second of all, wait, that was a joke. <laughs> Lord Tandris, you utter knob. Oh. <laughs> No, that's the orcs. Right. <laughs> Not yeah. a good thing, according to, to yeah. Tina over here. Mm-hmm. It's a compliment. Second <laughs> of all, the off chance that someone were able to get their hands on that information, and then it would spread beyond us. No, right. But no, that it 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 it's a pretty pretty straightforward story. Um, psychic girl has bad shit happen, starts to go nutty, goes down into the underhive, finds Tycho and becomes radicalized. And then when she gets thrown out, she's okay with that because she already has a plan. That's the gist. While we're planning on, while we're planning our scouting mission, then we should just... Going through that for any other locations that might be of interest. Uh, Jadis, uh, sorry, that is the correct name, right? Jenea. 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 says that it's not going to be easy. He does think it's possible. Oh, Jordan is the, oh, is Jordan. the brother. Yeah, oh. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jordan. I, so... In other words, mine was halfway in between. Yeah. <laughs> J and J. They, 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 they are twins. They are named like twins. Uh, uh, Jordan. Jesus. Um, they both start with J and have a double N in the middle. Yep, my, yep, yep, my, yep. My wife is a twin, and her twin is named Greg, and her name is Katie, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh no, I've run into this I know, at daycares. I know. I, 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 I they think yeah. it's it so cute. It is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, so here's a fun story. In my family, there are no, tw- well, no, the, my sister has, has, has twins, but the, the, there is me, there is a Josh, there is a Jason. Um, uh, there, there, there are so many J's in my fucking family. Anyways, um, Jordan, yeah, thinks that it is 
there it won't be easy but it is doable if we can turn her against Tycho that would be the principal lever that we'd want to press upon it may be a long shot but if we could prove that Tycho had her fiance killed that would be it if we, even if that would be the way. Honestly, even if it's not true, if we could fabricate that information, that would also be a way. I'm pretty sure it's true. I mean, yep, it makes yeah, but a lot of sense. But what's true and what we, what's true in this case, Saracen's right. What's true doesn't matter. It's what we can prove, whether it is true or not. We have well, to and to an extent, prove, it isn't what even what convince. we can prove. You're right, because I mean. Yeah. Speaking as a member of the Biologus, uh, oddly enough, until you've had the proper uh, augments, uh, most people make decisions based on emotion, not logic. Which is why the which is why the empire is in such a terrible shape sometimes. Hmm? Yeah, that's definitely why. Um, so, <laughs> but no, yes, it, it... Aristarchus takes Remy's last statement at face value yeah. <laughs> no detection of sarcasm there at all um finally somebody else who gets it <laughs> but yeah it, it's what we can convince her of um but if we don't have to make it up then it's more convincing so that sounds like our next sometimes steps. sometimes, sometimes. it's uh, it's I not whether ask... we can make it up, it's whether we can get proof or not, or whether we just have to rely on um, our ability to make her believe. We should not just jump in with, hey, hi, Janae, did you know your brother's alive? Or did we know, did you know that Tycho made your, made your, uh, uh, killed Alexis or anything like that? Weirdly, okay. I can remember that name, but I cannot remember <laughs> anyone else's. No. But if it, comes um, down, if it comes down to it, there's very few forces of propaganda as efficient and expert at fabricating whatever story they'd like than the Empire. Oh, also, speaking of things you to believe, uh, Mayor Martinos, I've got a uh, recording that you should uh, take a look at, uh, probably on your way to talk to the Arbiter. Uh, I'll uh, send it to your data pad um, and our Ceres will receive a effectively uh, cell phone video of an orc with most of its brain exposed to the elements and warp lightning shooting out of it, having a oh, raving yeah. match with Tina about lots of omens about red spiky boys that are getting hunted by tin boys and vice versa and squats coming from the galaxy center and Saris has a recording of all the shit that that uh, what's uh, Wargmuck or whatever their name was uh, delineated for us down in the uh, uh, Wurzod. Wurzod, yes, I was close. Yeah. I had the right first letter. Looks like this is where I, looks like this is where I'm going to be breaking off. I will see <laughs> if this will break my brain on the way to the avatar. I would offer assistance, but I just realized that that uh, character names is already is already with her. So no, I will not. Okay. Yep. Oh, Laurel. Hmm? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Laurel. 
It's probably already my oh, going. I would offer because not I'm a coming. great bodyguard. Laurel is not going to come because, with me cool because I don't need I, as as effective as a bodyguard as Laurel is. Um, having an Eldar with me when I approach the Adeptus Arbitrius. Uh, do you want do you do you want me to go with? No, you're coming with us. <laughs> I'll be I'll be fine on my own. But we might need you to break in the elevator for us, Tina. Need somebody with muscles. Oh, okay. And she done. She not only has muscles; she has power armor now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not as that's not very fun. The, the elevator can't really fight back. I fought an elevator once. While Tina's distracted with the thought of fighting an elevator, won. I walk off. <laughs> <laughs> I fought an elevator once and it won. So, it so won. Your, your your statement that it couldn't fight back was a lie, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I beat it. I, then I then I went back, and um, what happens is if you rip all of the electronic bits out. See, that's one of the principles of the uh, of of uh, um, uh, 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 <laughs> Mork is Mork. the cunning one. Mork. Gork is the fighty one. <laughs> Gork is is you know you can do all the thinking you want, but eventually maybe there's something you haven't thought of, and maybe the easiest way is to just pull out the electronic bits. So, Miss Blair, you said you wouldn't have a conversation. <laughs> As yes, Tina has applied the cunning of the orc god Mork. <laughs> Take your extra wrath. Uh, as I uh, yes. As I walk away, I just just very softly to myself. It's a wonder that it's a wonder that the city is still standing with Tina on the rampage against elevators. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what can I do for you, Miss Blair? Hmm. Uh, she'll look at the other two. Maybe just the two of us. All right. Conversation. Sure. All right. I'll keep track of this one. All right. I'll keep track of of him. But they're keeping All track right. of each other. Who's keeping track of them? All right. So. I want to share something with you. Alright. That I'm just... I'm not ready to share with everyone else yet. I'm still... I I like everyone. Well, most everyone that we're working with. Um, but there's a difference between liking and trusting someone. Eric Sarkis gets very serious. Mm-hmm. I trust you. All right. How familiar are you with the noble houses? I mean, I've got a decent listing of them and a little bit, but today is the closest direct interaction that I think I've ever had. Well, House, um, please let me know if I'm saying this correctly. House Gantu. Ganto. Ganto. Dang it, sorry. Say it wrong every time. (laughs) House Ganto. Hmm? The Lord of House Ganto is my father. 
Is this, uh... Don't mean me making assumptions, but that would be the second, uh, daughter of a noble house in, in that wound up in the lower hive. Well, it's a little complicated. See, I actually started in the lower half. So uh -huh. my mother, my mother is not his wife. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I, I grew up with my mom. Um, and she raised me in the lower half. I enjoyed it. Uh, when I was around 13, she was killed. But nothing, not assassinated or anything. She just got overpowered in a fight. All right. And my father, who did know about me, and he, he sent money, you know, made him feel better about himself. Uh, he decided he was going to do the right thing when my mother died and raised me the right way, like a proper lady. Not the direction and, I thought this conversation was going to go. <laughs> it raised me alongside uh, my half-siblings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his wife and children were so thrilled to have me there. That's very nice of them. Oh, this is this is uh, that, oh. that's called sarcasm. <clears throat> no, no, um, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, not not always, but I understand now. All right. Um, were you older or younger than the other children there? Hmm? Uh, kind of in the middle. All right. Mm -hmm. I was closer to his daughter's age. Hmm. She, Neri's. Nairis. Nairis. Dang it. I'm sorry. I'm not getting any of these names right. Nairis. Nairis is, is our droid sorry. friend from the Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> Best you know. Um, Nairis. Ganto. Same one as uh, Lord Tandris was speaking yep. of. That's her. That, for the record, is how a hyperspace jump goes very wrong. In fact, and she will take out a uh, a chain that is tucked under her outfit, and there is between two sheets of glass a little drop of blood. This is her blood. Uh, all right. I keep it as a reminder that one day I'm going to kill her. Well, that uh, simplifies matters a bit, because mm -hmm. uh, otherwise there might have been a conflict of interests. Um, and once the drop of blood comes out and is identified as blood, you would probably see his mechadendrite just sort of twitch reflexively, and he sort of shoves it back. <clears throat> and she'll tuck it back in. I spent several years with them, and then one day, uh, she figured out how to get rid of me. She started being all friendly with me, and said she was going to take me spire hunt. Now, I didn't know what this was. I figured oh. we're just going to go to the underhive, 
kill some animals or something, some creatures. I didn't know. She took me down there and I was the one they were hunting. Interesting. Hmm. You're right. I got away. Sure. I I ran into um, some people from the Wastelanders at that point. It's when I joined them. They took me in as one of them. After a while, I decided I did want a family of my own of sorts. And I started to put my gang together. I named it after my mom. Her name was Hart. And after a while, I tried hunting. Sorry, her name. Nairis. Nairis, thank you. I tried hunting Nairis down. That's where I got she points to the blood sample but she roughed me up pretty pretty well and shortly after that's when I met you ah, I needed someone so, to heal me um, so that's what okay well, that sort of puts a light on the whole situation then you were the first person not from the underhive to show me any form of respect. And you showed all my girls respect as well. Well, yeah. I mean, you're people that sometimes need help and there's nothing... I mean, yeah. I count you as part of the reason I've been so protective of you. Please let me know if I go overboard. I know I can coddle some of the new girls sometimes. I get a little overprotective. Well, as far as that goes, um, there's a thing to be said about invasive species in different biomes and where they find themselves. And sometimes it helps to have uh, somebody with a greater understanding of a natural environment when you're stepping outside your normal operating theater so uh yeah you know i think i think if i'm gonna be in the areas that you have better understandings of then me following your lead is not exactly untoward you're doing real well i mean there are a few things well, thank you. I was thinking I was doing pretty well myself, so that's nice to have confirmation of that. Mm. You you could leave shorter messages. Well, but when I and he gives you, he spits out a <laughs> burst of binary that is the best I'll say for it is that it is very brief. I feel like it, it just doesn't come across right. <laughs> but when the person you're sending a message to could be potentially not having a lot of time on their hands or in the middle of a fight or something, we can't listen to like a three hour message as kind as they are. That's fair. No, you I need, understand. You need to try to make it brief. All right. Mm -hmm. 
And it's, it's, it's very good. Everybody to, else just needs to learn to speak binary. Right. It's a very good, uh, very good statement. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll make sure to remember that. And when someone doesn't answer your question immediately uh-huh. or tries to deflect it, don't, don't keep asking. Don't keep digging. There's a reason they're not answering you. I mean. All right. Just trust me on this. I think I can do that. Mm. All right. I mean, I know I can always trust you, but I mean, with this one specifically on the actually changing my normal, I think you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. So, we need to kill your half-sister. Mm. Yes, I would like to kill my half-sister. All right, well, I will put my not insignificant intellect to that solution. Uh, I think we may need to try and get some information out of her first, but the killing can definitely be incorporated. I'll I'll tell the others that bit of information when when it becomes relevant i was gonna say i'm still getting a feel for everybody right now yeah no and and like you said you weren't ready for everybody to know this so i will not share any of this information with anybody else thank you i appreciate that and then i guess they'll meet up with the others yep Mm mm-hmm yeah, no, and Aristarchus is uncharacteristically quiet after this. But yeah, no, just follows you back to to meet up with everybody else. Who presumably are uh, respectively smoking and punching something. Probably. Not <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> so, where are the four of you headed? While uh, while Saris is headed into Steel Watch HQ. Good question. Well, let's look when you guys come back. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, let's head downstairs. All right. I assume I know several ways to get. Oh yeah, like this city is massive. There are many many ways to get up and down. Yep. I will just go to one of take everybody to one of them um and crack open an elevator and go down a few levels I guess yeah. no yeah I'm thinking beyond that um I don't know thoughts Sorry, thoughts on what? Where are we going? Are we You know what? Let's not let's not split this up too much. Let's let's just go to where Saris is gonna come out and we can meet her there. Alright. So, meanwhile. Saris. Meanwhile. You march your way into Steel Watch HQ. 
I will watch the video as I go on my way there before I get there, to, just to catch myself up on whatever the fuck that was about. Hey, yeah, you you uh, it's hard to interpret, but we, it looks like an orc psyker delivering some kind of rambling prophetic insight to Tina. Uh, a lot of it is in orc slang, so it's hard to really translate, especially because you're not Ordo Xenos. Um, but uh, you suspect that possibly going over the information with Tina, there's a lot of prophetic insight here, and depending on how trustworthy orc psychers are, uh, there's some kind of thing that is dangerous and spiky, uh, which from your un- your your vague understanding, spiky tends to be orc slang for chaos oriented, because chaos warriors tend to have a lot of spikes on them. I will after, uh, watch- after watching it. I will um, send a message to uh, Aristarchus um, that just says, Aristarchus, could you please work on a in, uh, on a low common translation of this orcish fever dream. Can do, boss. Mm. Low, go- uh, low gothic. I, did I say low gothic or did I say low common? You said low common. Low gothic. Yeah. Oh, I thought of something important. We need to get me a tap, a, a data a slate. slate. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> You know, it's like just, great purposes. I'm not gonna. I am not going to waste the brain power, my precious brain power, of translating this for myself. When I have a mechanicus that can do it for me, <laughs> I Especially really. Mechanicus Aristarchus who's... just turns to Tina. It's like, you know, what does this mean? Blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brain power. I don't have to expend. But with that done, you march your way into Steel Watch HQ. And uh, as you as you as you go, um, you are basically walking into a gun fortress. Like as you look around, you can see like uh, mass uh, massive like turrets around big reinforced walls with plenty of like barbed wire and spike strips, and there are like auto cannon turrets and uh, like heavy gun emplacements all around the the walls that protect Steel Watch HQ. Uh, As you look around, you see members of the Steel Watch sort of patrolling. Um, And uh, the uh, as you you go, um, the, the Steel Watch is outfitted in as their name implies, Primarily steel gray. Um, most of their armor is iron colored, just like various forms of like straight unpainted metal, or at least not significantly painted. Um, uh, and uh, they tend to carry um, what look like surplus uh, las guns and combat shotguns, like very, very much like discount military this is this is very much slightly more regimented than the PDF um, but as you as you as you sort of walk around anyone who would 
approach you, you can sort of wave off with the rogue trader banner, and the few people who don't take that for an answer will take the Inquisition symbol for an answer as you just sort of walk your way through. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like there's a scene of, like, walking up to the, like, like to a reception desk and stating that I'm here to see the Arbiter, and then, like, getting an attempted brush off, and then just the eye patch comes off and flops down on the dead on the, on whatever paperwork they're looking at symbol up and just the repeated statement of I'm here to see the arbiter <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as as you say that um and the uh the the individual manning the desk sort of looks both flustered surprised and mildly terrified because any time this symbol shows up on any of their paperwork, it usually means something bad is happening. Um, a uh, a voice from down from coming in from a further in door calls out. Well, before you see the arbitrator, uh, you are going to have to answer what an Inquisition agent is doing on my world. I look towards the voice. And you look over, and you see an individual who is presumably high-ranking member of the Steel Watch, maybe even the Watchmaster, from your from what little briefing you've read. Um, uh, dark skin, um, like a sort of a like a uh, almost like a like a parchment brown kind of like uh, with sort of uh, truffle black hair and. Sp- like light brown eyes uh, dressed in form-fitting steel articulated plates um, presumably plasteel um, highly advanced metals uh, with like a, a waist cape that sort of drapes around uh, to like mid-thigh and a single shoulder cape over the left shoulder uh, there is a bolt pistol on their right hip uh, and uh, they have uh, what looks to be an expensive cigar that they're lighting up in their mouth as they step down. Um, the uh, the the shoes uh, that they're wearing are um, like steel, heavy steel, advanced boots, but they seem to have a bit of a heel to them, um, which is. Uh, interesting until you realize that the heel ends in what looks to be a retractable spike uh, which is likely intended for uh, like A. punching through metal objects with a foot or B. allowing them to walk up sheer surfaces if they need to um, this is, you said this looks like more like the watchmaster and less like the arbiter yeah, it looks more like a high-ranking member of the Steel Watch. Uh, so, could I make a leadership test to determine the exact statement that I would need to do to cow this individual in the fewest number of words? Call me leadership. Would I get a rank bonus for my uh, inquisitorial ability? I mean, you've already flashed it, so yeah. Okay, cool. Let me look at that power real quick. Uh, plus rank bonus you can dice. Add so, plus yeah. rank bonus, yeah, dice. Uh, da, 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 da. So, plus two. Roll. Four successes. Um, you get the sense this is not someone you're going to cow immediately. 
Yeah, no, but like I guess rather than cow, but like the the most efficient way to eliminate this obstacle, as it was, as it were. Um, as you're looking at it, um, as you're looking at them, you get the sense that this is someone who is used to being in charge. This is someone who does not do well when people inhibit their authority. Um, which likely means they have a frustrating relationship with the arbitrator because the arbitrator has more authority than any local law enforcement, no matter how high ranking. Right. Um, which likely means that the easiest and fastest way to get them to do what you want is to answer questions directly and show respect for their office. Even if you are someone who is of higher station than they are, with that role, would I identify what their can I identify what their specific title is? Uh, you can. This is the watchmaster. Okay. This is the person in charge of the steel of the steel watch in this city. So, uh, is there <laughs> is there a name tag? <laughs> uh, you sort of comb through your brain for information that you would have that you would have um, read on your trip to prepare yourself. This is Watchmaster Jared. Uh. Well, I, as I'm picking up the eye patch and putting it back on, uh, what time is it relative? Like morning or evening? Uh, it's afternoon. Afternoon. Afternoon, Watchmaster Jarrett, you said? Jared. J E R R O D. Jared, yeah. Afternoon, Watchmaster Jared. I'm here hunting. I, uh, I uh, Specifically, I am here hunting. It, it is evening because you just had dinner. Yeah. yeah. Evening, Watchmaster Jared. I'm here specifically hunting heretics and am in need of assistance from the Arbiter. Well, that is sort of what the Inquisition does, but I'm, what I'm more curious about is <sighs> what brings if my eyes don't deceive me based on the uh, accoutrement you bring with you, what brings a psyker and a member of the Inquisition, specifically to our doorstep. Um, I can see the power lines aren't just a power cell. Uh, no, no, no reaction to face. The Ordo Malleus takes potential demonic incursion or the preparation thereof very seriously. All right. So, I'm going to take you to the Arbitrator, and I'm going to be present because whatever threats you're dealing with are threats to my world. Fair enough. Follow me. I will follow. And they turn and sort of <laughs> I'll stop. Can... I, I'll start to follow, turn, look back at the, at, the, at the desk jockey. You should excuse yourself to clean up. And then follow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, there's the. You can. It's very easy to follow the clicking of Jared's heels because they are very crisp. Yep. Uh, uh, as they as they as they walk um, down the hall, uh, there is. They lead you to a very large and ornate set of doors. Um, 
The individual you're about to be made is to be addressed as Arbitrator Justine and no other titles or names. Uh, she will either arrest you or shoot you if you do anything that even remotely crosses against anything in the passages of the Book of Judgment that she happens to have memorized in that particular moment. Uh, and uh, just... You're not an actual Inquisitor, you're an agent. I've seen that symbol before. Mind yourself if you don't want to get Kurt. Well, simply not. I'd recommend introducing your business as quickly and succinctly as possible. What was the idea? Uh, and he pushes the door open. Uh, and steps inside. Justina, you said? Uh, Justine. Justine. <clears throat> I'll follow There's a lot of J names on this yeah, planet. Yeah, a lot of J names. J names very popular on this particular planet. Apparently. Hmm. Right, follow inside. Um, yeah. Uh, So you follow you follow inside, and the the interior of this place is musty. Is probably the best way to describe it. There are there is the constant smell of old parchment, uh, and as you look around, you realize that the entirety of this chamber's walls are lined with books, and they all are the same book. Volume after volume of the Book of Judgment. Which is, for those unfamiliar, the Book of Judgment is the book that contains every single law in the entirety of the Imperium of Man. This library is probably well out of date because for most people, a hundred new volumes are written of the Book of Judgment every day. Which includes redactions of old laws, additions of new ones, variations by planet to planet. Uh, the, uh, the 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 book of judgment is ever expanding, and every arbitrator has to memorize as much of it as they possibly can, or at the very least have as up to date a library of the book as they can, because every arbitrator is judge, jury, and executioner. You'd think they'd get, like, a subscription service? <laughs> Some sort of digital, you know, access pass? The Arbitrator Monthly? Oh, uh, and, well, they and, do, but you also want to have the ones in the shelf just to be impressive. And standing at a desk, apparently pouring over the latest volume that they have gotten access to of the Book of Judgment... Uh, is Arbitrator Justine. Um, you see a stern-faced woman, uh, square of jaw, uh, with, uh, uh, like, uh, hazel eyes, uh, this black, uh, and gold-trimmed body armor with a, like, mostly closed-faced helmet that just sort of leaves uh the, the 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 visor is up but when it closes it would primarily just leave like the lower jaw visible 
uh, and there's like a there's like a mic attachment at the at the at, on the visor that would presumably link to nearby loudspeakers and allow their voice to be heard over any nearby comm systems. Yep. Uh, there is a shotgun leaning up against the desk and a bolt pistol laying on top of it, um, uh, as well as a massive stun uh, stun mace, a shock mace, uh, sort of off to one side. Um, as as uh, you enter, she looks up uh, and uh, Watchmaster Jared, I don't recall calling for you or asking for any additional uh, guests at the moment uh, to which the to which the Watchmaster nods. Uh, yes, uh, Arbitrator, but as it turns out, uh, even you uh, walk to the tune of the Inquisition. Uh, I have an inquisitorial agent here with information and the request. Oh, and uh, she sort of right, she arches an eyebrow at the at the at the uh, at the choice of phrase and looks at you. Report. Uh, uh Justine again. I'm just sorry, name's yeah. bad. Arbitrator Justine. Arbitrator Justine. I am inquisitorial acolyte Saris Artinos, serving at the behest of Inquisitor Gerfried Eckhart of the Order of Malleus. We are here on planet investigating activities that are heretical in nature and may lead to demonic infestation or incursion. And I'm hoping to attain some assistance in an investigative manner, of which I've been told you are the singular expert on the planet. She nods and sort of stands up from the desk. You've heard correctly. Name your question. I'm looking into the assassination of one Alexis, daughter of the planetary governor, and I will spit out the date that that we learned it happened on, or relative date, relative time. And I'm trying, and I'm attempting to see if ascertain if there's any connection to one her er, to one uh uh what is it traitor militarum? Yeah, traitor militarum. One traitor militarum agent, Tycho. Last name, which I've also forgotten. Morderick. Uh, Tycho Morderick, who has been operating in the underhive of the city for some time now. She sort of looks. You see her. You see her eyes roll down and to the right, which is a, a common, commonly held belief to be a sort of natural eye motion when one is recalling information. Um. Uh. And. She sort of begins to recite Alexis Farum, daughter of Governor Loric Farum, uh, known to have previously been a well-known public figure speaking out against the ills of those who oppose the Imperium and performing all manner of public outreach to improve the standing of the Imperium with the common folk of the city. Uh, assassinated on date uh, as part of a rebel insurgency aiming at striking against the governor himself. Uh, it is believed that she threw herself in the line of fire when guns were pointed at the governor's direction. Though some would argue in primarily in more conspiratorial circles that she was the primary target as she is more of a well-respected public figure than her father ever was. There's been any 
Were there, were there any leads or credible investigation results towards the gunmen or those behind them? That investigation is still ongoing. Even now, years later, I have not closed that file because I have not been satisfied with the results that the Steel Watch have been able to bring forth. However, there are, at present, over 100 active cases that demand my attention. I have not been able to see all of them through to fruition. However, uh, rebel agents that had been acting un were unlikely to have been able to do so on their own. Speaks of significantly more organization than they individually possessed, as well as knowledge and forethought of routes and access and escape that uh, would have required someone with extreme tactical acumen and insider knowledge of the environments that they would be engaging. I'm going to rattle off, in response to that, I'm going to rattle off every major incident that, that I have been witness to. Um, since arriving on planet that I know has been, or I know or heavily suspect has involved Tycho as the primary antagonistic entity, um, which hasn't been many, but has been more than two. Uh, yes. And uh, then in, in following that listing of events, is there any connection that you could draw between these specific handful of events from the knowledge that you possess of it, if you possess any, uh, that might tie a similar perpetrator to them all. We've seen X number of situations. I'd only have two dimes. It's still a lot more than it should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, I'm seeing I'd have two dimes. But, I'd have but two it's still dimes. weird that it's happened twice. Yeah, which isn't <laughs> a lot, but it's still weird that it's happened twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she sort of thinks for a second. All acts were, poor, were perpetrated by individuals who seemingly have no greater organizational ties. Uh, individuals appear to be drawn together from common folk of the Imperium, all of whom seem to... The only unifying thing that draws them all together being a... Uh, rebel distrust and dislike for the organized running of the Imperium a seditious bent that added that each of them was looking to overthrow the current government to install a new one. Iconoclasm is the primary connecting factor. I will then describe everything I know of Tycho in detail to her, leaving out his connection to uh, the daughter of House Tandris, um, and then follow that up with, with this additional information. Is it, do you believe it possible or likely that this Tycho to be the individual coordinating the events behind all of these cases, including the assassination? I find that the probability is favorable to the outcome that you suggest, though I would require significantly more evidence to render any sort of judgment on that matter. Absolutely. Circumstantial evidence is only circumstantial. However, you have given me an increased level of interest that will likely see this investigation move to the front of my queue. I am actively pursuing the investigation on my own ends uh, as an agent of the Inquisition. I'm working with the 
uh, uh, what's the name of the Imperial Guard Regiment? Uh, it is the uh, the uh, Ferrum Five Nineteenth. I'm working with the Ferrum Five Nineteenth as far as information gathering on the subject of Tycho, and would like to request, as well as with the uh, as well as with a agent of the agent of the Mechanicus, uh, assisting my squad directly. I would like to request informational assistance from the Arbiter and the Steel Watch, if possible. She nods for a second. Roll me a... Uh... Leadership. Roll me a persuasion test. Persuasion. All right, cool. I was hoping for leadership. But persuasion is not bad. Uh, let I get my bonus as well? Uh, it is a in this skill. particular case, yes, you are indeed uh, oh. using your using your symbol for uh, two. I'm going to like spend this. a wrath for four. Four. Okay. Nice. Uh, she nods a bit. Scope of available cooperation is limited as many documentation is still as much documentation is still classified, especially for ongoing investigations, and nothing short of and nothing short of an official inquisitor's edict would override such uh, classifications, but an amount of informational assistance can be provided. That's all I that's all I ask. Could it arise to the situation where I would need to acquire an edict from my master? I, I'm afraid at that point it might be too late to save the planet. Well, if we all do our duty for the Emperor, then we shall face down whatever threats you have found and overcome them in his grace. By the light of the Emperor. Is there anything else I can provide you immediately? Um, I, I, there are three bolt pistols in the room. Um, if there are any, if there are any spare munitions that you might that you might be able to spare, that would be useful. But otherwise, information is all I need. Roll me a roll me a requisition test. <laughs> What's the requisition test again? Influence. Influence. Just influence. <laughs> and I have no wealth, so it's just a one. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I, is it influence test or social test? Yes, technically it is. Do I get my two? You technically can in this in this case because it does apply. One in a complication. <laughs> there are three total. Hmm. No complication is the complication is a one. <laughs> uh, it does it, it just provides bonus dice. It doesn't provide. I, I'm going to reroll that oh, two. Okay. I'm going to reroll that two just in case for my last wrath. Hey, nice. <laughs> uh, hang on a moment. Let me judge that versus the uh, rarity and value of weapons you're looking for. Uh, specific, like, like she asked, she asked for like just extra munitions, but yeah, them knowing that she's a psyker, like if they have a force sword available, I'll take it. <laughs> Seems <laughs> unlikely. Seems unlikely, but this was uh, the mechanicus said be like, can you take this sword? It's experimental. We don't know what it does. Right. 
Please report back. Oh no, the, the Mechanicus does not do experimental. Uh, generally. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, probably got the Primaris Marines. <laughs> yeah, Call does experimental specifically, <laughs> and nobody else. But Asadius Call. Um. So you, uh, what weapon are you using right now? Uh, right now I've got a force staff and a bolt pistol. And carapace armor. Uh, so, uh, she looks you up and down, looks at the bolt pistol on your hip. Uh, and reaches under her desk and yeah, that'll do. Um, pulls out a magazine, opens it, looks at the contents. I'm running low myself and I'll need to restock soon, but you can have what's left of this, she says as she tosses a magazine to you. Catch, inspect. Uh, you're holding a half magazine of Dragonfire bolt rounds. Mm. How much is in a half Fancy magazine? That sounds fancy. Normally, when you load a special type of ammunition into a weapon, it lasts until you expend the reload, which is to say you use the salvo rating or you suffer a complication <laughs> that causes the gun to run out of ammo. Yeah. No. Uh, in this case, uh, you will get three shots. Okay. So before the weapon runs out of ammo when you load the dragon fireballs. Oh, also, we got, um, my bolt pistol got gen uh, generalized, didn't it? So it doesn't have Mechanicus symbol symbols or anything on it? Yeah, it's just a standard bolt pistol. Yeah. Alright, I'll take it, look at it. No, my thanks, Arbiter. Yeah. It does, however, have a tag on it that says if lost. If lost, please return to... Aristarchus Dactyl. Arbiter Ordo, Ordo Biologus. <laughs> and for listeners, Dragonfire Bolt Rounds gain the spread trait and it ignores defense bonuses from cover. I turned my bolt pistol was... into a shotgun. <laughs> a a flamethrower shotgun, specifically. <laughs> Special issue bolt rounds sporting hollow cores that explode in gusts of superheated gas. The results ignite flesh and make a mockery of covering fortifications with engulfing flames. Cool. <laughs> Putting a note on this. Use three shots. <sighs> use sparingly. <laughs> right? <laughs> or all at once. <laughs> Basically, they're even more explosive than typical bolt rounds and explode in a burst of fire when they hit something. Have my thanks, Arbiter Justine. Justine, right? Yeah. Yes. I'll make sure that these are put to good use against the demon and the heretic. You walk in the Emperor's light and good fortune on your investigation. Nod. Sharp heel turn. Nod to the Watchmaster. See myself out. <laughs> 
So, the rest of you find a place to post up and presumably wait for Saris to return. Yup. Yep. Uh-huh. Just like right next to the, the the. I feel like unless somebody unless people suggest the word like just like right next to where the exit's gonna be. Mm. Like there's the here's the door. Here's us. Yeah. Here's the here's like here's the, the steeple. It's like Open walk it past and we're like, you just walk past and we're like, hey, Sarah, so you uh you you start to leave out of the uh, common channels and once you once you have gotten out of sight of the uh, of the uh, fortifications of Steelwatch HQ. The next turn that you make and head out a door, uh, you are greeted by the rest of the team. Ferris? Well, I've got some good news. Based on the description uh, by our our good arbiter, while there's no definitive evidence at the moment, it is very likely that the assault was coordinated by Tycho, and possibly that it was meant to kill Alexis. And I will describe base. I'll basically relay the information that I gained, um, as it was described to me. The amount matches with the assault on the, with the with the previous assaults that we suspect he's behind. So that's bad because that means he's like cunning enough to. Uh, it still doesn't doesn't necessarily rule out. It doesn't necessarily rule out him being an opportunist and taking advantage of the fact that Alexis was betrothed to the scion of House Tandis, but either way, it is the leverage we're looking for. We just have to be able to prove it. Enough for, uh, what's her name? Jenea. Enough for Jenea, at least. Alright. We will be getting additional Yay. We will be getting additional informational support from the Steel Watch and from the Arbiters. They will contact me with information as they gain it, hopefully. So no physical backup. If it gets to that point, as I said to them, we may already be in danger, but That will at least allow us to continue operating somewhat covertly. I say somewhat, and as I say somewhat, I say gesturing towards <laughs> Tina and Laurel. All right. Well, uh, what's our next direct point of uh, investigation then? So we have a look. We have a look. We have a church. That we need to that we need to plan out on that we need to plan on scouting out and we able to find any more information from that journal while you're waiting, Remy. Not yet. Mm. Oh, sorry. That's me, that's not Remy. Remy does not yawn in the middle of that. <laughs> I feel like Remy is uh, too keyed up twenty four seven to ever yawn. <laughs> unless it's for effect. And yeah. Unless it's for effect, but like any other time, yawning is just a way to die without being aware of what's going to shoot you. <laughs> Pretty much. Welcome to the Underhive. Um, 
What time is it in game? Because didn't we just have dinner? Yeah, it's people? it's getting yeah. late in the evening. Late in the evening. Okay. We should rest, but where? As is right, the location you have for your girls would not be a good place for me to go, as I understand it. No, you can't go there. Mm. Uh, you could always go to. I could try and find us a reasonably structurally secure maintenance tunnel. I'm gonna say we could always we go do. to the Mechanicus Chapel. Oh, if y'all wanna just school up there, yeah. Have I gotten any um updates from the tech priests on uh getting an expedition down to the to the hive to set up the Not yet, but it's been outreach. Okay, right, yeah, no, I figured it hadn't been much time at all, so it made sense. Um, anyone who wants to, to try and think of particular places can roll me awareness or scholar. Ooh. Sure. We do not have, I do not have room for you all to stay at my place. <laughs> oh, you have got a house, Remy. <laughs> I didn't say that. So I've got a place. We also don't all need to stay together. No, this is also very true. This is correct. Ooh, I got two. I got seven. Nice. Uh, two. Three. I like that the more rolls everyone does collectively, the better chance we have of having a wrath. And a glory. Organically. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone other than me earned glory to session? I mean, we might have just had three. No, yeah. I just earned a wrath oh, myself. Oh, just got one, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'll, I'll get one too. Yeah, one, two, three. Depending on the DN. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll was... earn. You'll earn a good three glory there. Yeah. No, up to four. Hell yeah. Um, so the uh, of everything. Um, there are, like, aside from just tunnels um, and, uh, like, side alleys to stay, there are um, two things that come sort of side to side with each other. One, if you need a place that you will be confident is secure and safe and open to anyone who wants to go there, with the notable exception of your two Xenos members, um, there is a convent of the Adeptus Sororitas on this planet, uh, which will accept any and all humans. Right. And those who follow the faith of the God Emperor, uh, simply asking for sanctuary. The Xenos will be shot on sight no matter who you're with. <laughs> um, so I'm. You're saying I can get into a fight with a bunch of nuns? <laughs> a bunch of murder nuns. You could get into a fight. You're with not a bunch making of it less enticing. Jack. Also, <laughs> a bunch of nuns and the fight you will definitely lose. From my understanding, <laughs> no, from my understanding of uh, of of uh, ruler etiquette. The only thing keeping regular nuns from also being murder nuns is their vows. So, 
Um, but I mean, aside... in theory, also their morals, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> aside morals, aside they from swing those rulers so accurately. <laughs> aside from aside from uh, the convent, uh, which would be a solid and safe option for most of you, uh, there. Uh, I said most. I wasn't saying who was accepted in that. No, <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I, I was just putting the requisite air quotes around most. Look, I can go, and they will give me a very comfortable bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Those are my sisters. Uh, <laughs> uh, very racist sisters. Look, everyone's <laughs> got racist family, okay? <laughs> um, aside from that, um, uh, in the Underhive, there are no shortage of abandoned buildings, and even yeah. the, just the lower ends of the Hive, there are no shortage of abandoned structures. Um, the single most uh, like constructed and subsequently abandoned building type in this city is churches. Uh, there are a number of abandoned uh, missionaries to be found, especially in lower levels, because when this planet was first brought into the Imperium, there was an extensive array of missions designed to bring the people into the Imperial Church. Uh, and uh, that meant a lot of buildings being put up for a lot of missionaries who, once the job was done, moved on to their next targets. Uh, so there are a lot of abandoned churches, especially here in the first city that was built in the aftermath of that war. Um, I do find I do find that this investigation has been particularly taxing on my particular set of abilities. I may simply, for the peace of mind, adjourn myself at the very least to the convent. I like the idea that with seven successes on his scholar role, uh, Aristarchus just pulls up a file and literally just starts scrolling through a list of abandoned churches and just reading off names. Oh, we could go to the uh, Cathedral of St. Fateriori. We could go to the uh, Mission Priori of St. Solace's Fallen. We could go to uh, Mission Ab Absurdo. We could go to... Uh, St. Alvo's Harrius' uh, mission on uh, level sub-15 alpha. Uh, right, and just, like, rips through about 27 different options. <laughs> I tell you what, about 15 in. <laughs> that one sounds good. cut off and go, I tell you what, you guys, find, you guys go where you're going to go. Just let me know where to... We're to meet you guys up tomorrow morning. Yeah, same with me. I'm going to go down to the Wastelanders. Let's reconvene at time in the morning. Okay. All right. Theoretically, Tina could or could elect to head back down to the Dig Tinker tribe, and literally everyone could go in different directions. <laughs> Yeah. Tina, do you want to? Claire, do you think she? Do you think she'd be okay to go with you, or would she be okay to come with Claire? Uh, that's a difficult question to answer. 
Tina is an orc and thus dangerous to bring basically anywhere. Uh, she originally came with Blair to the wasteland. Yeah, did. True. Oh, and almost started and a fight. Almost started a fight there. That's true. Yeah. And now she's got bigger armor. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't asking to spend yeah. the night last time. Yeah, that, yeah. that too. We were just saying hello. Um, I don't think it's the best choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm all right. To, and she's gonna. She'll look at Remy, and then instead of saying it mouth, she's with you. <laughs> Hina, come on, you're crashing at my place. Sweet! I'll indicate. I'll indicate. Oh, and there's the chapel of St. Delphini. We didn't even consider that. Everybody's gone. All right. <laughs> I will I will indicate Laurel a meeting place ahead of the rendezvous so that she can resume her bounty hunting, her, her bodyguarding duties safely away from the Sisters of Battle. Aristarchus, mm-hmm. do you have a place to start? I mean, at this point, I'm kind of interested in maybe just taking the evening to do a walking tour of abandoned cathedrals in the city. I didn't realize <laughs> there were quite as many that were so close. Fucking yes! <laughs> just make sure you get rest. Oh, I'm sure I could find an alcove somewhere. Hmm? Right. This needs to be a side episode all its own. <laughs> there's just, only so much just, I can, there's well, only no, so much no, no, I can no. describe gothic architecture. No, no, no. Just Jack by himself. I head on. <laughs> describing. Describing the architecture <laughs> yeah. that he sees. For three hours. Don't um, think I won't, motherfucker. No, no. no, I know you will. I would, I would pay you to do so. <laughs> I'm gonna put a request on startplaying.games is just Jack right. reading <laughs> me... like doing doing a gothic just, uh, church description for three hours <laughs> in, in in character voice yes in right. character mm-hmm. like as a real as a rolling journal <laughs> now the nave in this particular chapel is very interesting you see <laughs> <laughs> fuck yes uh so. Remy and Tina go back to Remy's place. Yep. yep. Which is where? So it is nestled like probably in the bar heavy area, somewhere in a in a in a, in a bar heavy area. Um, like upper end of the underhive, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically close to where he can where where he would be working normally. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is like the equivalent of like the, um, lower east end, like, you would see, it, it would be something you'd see in Rent, probably. Amazing. Um, yeah. like, like, like shitty, cramped apartment. Any kind of furniture is like probably 20, 25 years old probably there when he got there um he has to walk up and like first of all like 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 make sure the door hasn't been hasn't been kicked in or like nobody's broken into the place (laughs) uh i do a quick check of like all the windows uh which have bars over them Kind of saying you, you live on Avenue W. Yeah, very much so. 
Um, and yeah, yeah, just unlocks the door, heads in, and it is, it's just a, well, maybe like one bedroom shitty apartment. This is nice. <laughs> uh, try not to break anything. Uh-huh. It's or, the, not that any of it's valuable. The Orkin mega it's... armor had to actively, like, shift one shoulder in, duck, <laughs> put the head in, shift yep. the other shoulder in, yep. put one leg in. <laughs> it's like moving between compartments in a submarine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that any of this stuff is expensive or you know valuable or anything it's just that i have my place particularly how i like it and it's really it would be really hard to replace any of it. oh yeah totally get it's it crap so if york sits on the couch the couch will collapse i uh, don't sit on the couch I like, to think that, like just in order to not break anything tina just immediately falls asleep standing up using the power armor to keep her up <laughs> i am sort of gonna like wedge myself in a corner I mean, the power it. armor. The power armor does have the servos that you could literally go to sleep in your armor. I'm going to yes. You just, you I'm never leaving just, this. You could literally, I'm like you a could hermit literally just. I'm like a hermit crab. <laughs> yes, you could just lock up, lock up, lock up the joints, relax your muscles, and fall asleep standing. Basically, yeah. You you grow into it, and then eventually, I'm going to try and find another work to get a bigger shell. Just how it works. Like See? that. That is legitimately how it works. Yes. Exactly. Appreciate it. The, the, yep. I I like I like the comparison of orcs as a series of hermit crabs fighting yeah. each other for progressively bigger armor. <laughs> I mean, once you once you hit the point as a boy where you want to get power, where you want to get you know mega armor, that's exactly what it is. Look at look yeah. at just just look at uh, at at uh, uh, Gashkol. Yeah, Gazkol. Gazkol. Yeah, just look at Gazkol. Like his armor has just gotten bigger over the years. <laughs> I think as he, if as I... he takes an occasional Lehman Russ and staples it to his side. Because <laughs> I think if I would have gone back there, someone may have tried to steal armor off me. And I'll be honest, Blair did most of it. I think they'd probably get it back. So That's right. now you've great. got the armor, so now you've got the advantage. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, Remy will just like go into like the, oh, the equivalent of the refrigerator off. pull out some lockers that are dubious and level of like 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 has it been there too long kind of thing you just cut the mold off uh, it's fine <laughs> you hungry uh yeah all right uh here you go like put a boop Put a put a bowl of something. Honestly, you can probably give the parts that you're pretty certain aren't good anymore to Tina, and she'll eat. True, fair, fair, fair. Symbiosis. <laughs> Especially because many of them probably have some kind of fungus on them. Yep. <laughs> I just heard an old timey like. I heard I heard an old timey PSA. Remember the way that the. Look, I, I I got a message Good, on TikTok, but TikTok opens to your for you page first. Uh huh. Yeah. So you yeah, can't. Yeah. So if you're if you have any audio on at all, you're gonna get whatever the first for you page is. Which uh, you know what? You've already heard it, so we might as well hear the rest of it. Hang on. <laughs> oh no. Nope. 
the nope. audio zooms ducking it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. He said, remember, the way you make a family is not family friendly until we meet again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Remy just drops down on the couch with, uh, uh, pours himself the first of what will probably be many drinks. Amazing. Um, so, Shani. Yes. Am I right in assuming that so long as they don't try to kill me for being a psyker, which I do not intend to reveal, um, spending the night in a, uh, a, 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 a Sororitas convent would be like very psychically quiet. Uh, yeah, honestly, um, based on their holy light pairs and everything. Like genuinely, the uh, the the miracles of the Sororitas and their faith in the Emperor is so strong that it sort of bends the warp around them. Uh, like the uh, the hymnals and songs of the Adeptus Sororitas are always going on. There are literally shifts of sisters who, when one person has to go to sleep pick up the song yeah i haven't um, i haven't slept since i had a perils of the warp earlier so that's why i'm going there <laughs> but as you you introduce yourself as a as a weary wanderer seeking sanctuary i i, I will actually because it's the sister what 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 order are they or what uh, this is the this is the Sisterhood of the Blazing Howl, um, which is a smaller uh, a smaller order uh, of the a smaller order of the Sisters of Battle, um, who are uh, located primarily within the realms of Ultramar and associated with um, legendary figures uh, of the of imperial of imperial record I in this region of space. I will, to them, I will introduce, because they are a member, they are a sister organization, I will introduce myself as an agent of the Inquisition. As a, as a sister of the uh, uh, of the Inquisition. Uh, and you you do so and are welcomed in. Uh, you're not the same branch of the Inquisition as they typically work alongside, but you are Inquisition nonetheless, and thus are respected and brought in and as an as an agent of the emperor's holy will you are welcomed within the convent no. uh, and are provided a comfortable bed as comfortable as they as they can provide i should I mean, say bed and bed and food i will half finish the food probably before i pass out in the bed <laughs> and it is exceptionally calm tides uh, within the warp in your dreams. You are not assailed by any supernatural nightmares uh, as the calming presence of the sisters that surround the convent uh, keeps most of the foul tides of the warp at bay for a time. Uh, Blair, you head to the Wastelanders. Uh, 
presumably you are welcomed in and uh, can find the rest of your sisters who are holed up in one of the numerous like shelters that have been put together. Mm -hmm. uh, anything that you need to ask or do before you get sleep? No, she's just going to check in with them, make sure they're doing okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Layla is doing much better. Um, okay. She seems to she seems to be rapidly getting used to the gun arm. Um, the, As one does. The, uh, the, the stitches are gonna scar heavily, but she sort of takes that as a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. uh, like she's she's gonna have a lot of new a lot of new scars to talk about. Um, uh, and uh, everyone else appears to be adjusting to having lost their previous home, but most of them were originally Wastelanders anyway, so it's not it, it's sort of a homecoming again uh, mm -hmm. for a lot of them uh, as they have sort of settled back in uh, with this group a uh, number of them are taking the opportunity to chat up old friends uh, to sort of take advantage of the space while they've got it um and uh, you can get a decent rest with some average food. Before we go to sleep, I will say, uh, Tina, can you do one thing for me? Yeah. What? Don't tell any of the others where this is. Uh-huh. Awesome. Appreciate it. Roll a memory test to see if Tina remembers making that promise. <laughs> Tina just sort of stands there, relaxes muscles a bit. Yep. Prepares to rest inside armor. Yeah. Aristarchus, you tour a bunch of abandoned cathedrals. So he is just going to walk until he finds the most intact one that he can that is as close to the new cavern that Tycho put in the Underhive as possible. That is not specifically the one that we know he has been to before. Yes, that is fair. <laughs> He's going to avoid that one specifically. We just wanted to clarify that before that ended up being the one that you were at. <laughs> uh, the one the one that he's been to before is well away from that area. Um. Uh, so you find yourself in uh, a church dedicated to Saint Celestine, hmm. um, which is a, a mythical figure, one of the living saints of the Imperium, and supposedly a guardian angel who uh, guides the Adeptus Auroritas in battle and protects them. Um, uh, which seems to have miraculously survived the collapse without any harm, despite the fact that mere dozens of meters away is a rent in the ground where everything seems to have fallen away. He will wander the interior of this like is it a full cathedral? Is it more of a chapel? Kind of somewhere. It's more it's more of like a it's more like a wayfarer shrine. Okay. It's so a, fairly a, small structure. Fairly small, uh, which by Imperial standards is still the size of a house. Right. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, it is it is devoted to a single statue of the Saint Celestine uh, with a glass uh, with a with a with a stained glass uh, uh, visage of the emperor in of the emperor in service. Mm-hmm. Um, there there are several depictions of the emperor throughout various stages of his life. Uh, but the the image they have selected is the emperor in service, which is the emperor uh, as a skeleton seated upon the golden throne in service to mankind, mm-hmm. uh, keeping the tides of the warp at bay. He'll putter around a little bit, just kind of tidying as he goes, see if there's anything that's been left behind that may have gone overlooked or unnoticed that has any significance. Um, as you as you wander around um, and sort of look around, uh, roll me an investigation test. Okay. That's five with a potential glory. Uh, well, you do earn a glory. All right. Rick, spend it in the last two minutes. <laughs> Um, you know what I haven't spent any wrath yet nine (laughs) nice (laughs) I want to find goddamn everything (laughs) so as you look around you sort of listen and walk you hear a hum a hum of active machinery Ooh. and you look around and you realize that there's a compartment hidden underneath the statue of St. Celestine. And you sort of reach down, interface with it, open it up. And there's a reliquary underneath the statue that is stamped with the sigil of the Order Pronatus, which is the order of the sisters of the Adeptus Sororitas <laughs> devoted to the safeguarding of holy relics. I'll reach. He realizes that he's probably on what would be considered consecrated ground of a different order, and this is one of the, you know, substances that they have probably been charged to protect via death if necessary. So he naturally grabs it with both hands and turns it over to take a look and see exactly what it is. So the reliquary is a long, uh, rectangular box um, with a number of purity seals and religious iconography stamped across it. Um, It has uh, a variety of scrawling histories and um, uh, marks of of faith all over it. Um, And as you realize that it is perfectly preserved and still currently unsealed like unlocked rather you could open it yeah why not Mm, flip Mm. so you open uh you open the uh the case uh and inside uh you find the long slender 
profile of a weapon. Uh, inside this uh, case is a firearm. Ooh. It is uh, boxy, square in its design, and covered in purity seals and intricate filigree. Uh, and adorned in holy text and has a pair of censers hanging from the stock. Uh, and you can tell that gene-coded and unlikely to be physically in use by anyone at the moment without extensive modifications, you are looking at an Avacris 2B Enochian sanctified shotgun. Holy shit. It's gonna set it back in. Close the lid. Pick it up in his arms. Go shut the door to this place. And then find a corner to power down and sleep in with it just clutched to his chest in both arms. And his own galvanic rifle on the ground, ready to get picked up right next to him. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, that is where we will end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye! Good.